Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Seahawks, you are excited about this as your head coach. He is a young mastermind defensive head coach. I love playing for him. He talks about violence, communication, and being prepared. His weekly preparation to each game was amazing. Kyle Van Noy talking about former Ravens defensive coordinator, now the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. And you heard there, Kyle on uh, Good Morning Football NFL Network this week, speaking with great praise and reverence about the guy that helped him have a monster year for the Ravens as they made the AFC Championship game. And as we talked about after they lost to Kansas City, where Todd Munkin took a lot of heat, still is a month later, Mike McDonald did nothing but strengthen his reputation as a monster play caller and adapter because after Kansas City marched down the field, scored touchdowns first two drives, they didn't score another touchdown. They didn't score in the second half. Right. So the defense did everything it was supposed to do and basically did it all year long. Yeah, it sounds like he had his choice between the Washington job and the Seattle job, and he took the Seattle job. And, you know, I I thought the the most impressive thing – about Mike McDonald was the adjustments he made during the game and then the schemes that he came up with because, you know, I mean, the, they got 11 lined up and three end up rushing or four end up rushing. I thought his schemes were fantastic, and I thought his use look – look at what he did. Well, Bob, I mean, the best way to look at it, best, best praise you can give Mike McDonald, defensive players that had career years, Vanoy. Clowney, Matabike, Kyle Hamilton, Stone, Queen. I mean, there was a bunch sure. of them that had their best year. So, I mean, that that says a lot about um, the coaching that they had on the defensive side. 
So replacing him is going to be Zach Orr. And here's Kyle Van Noy talking about Zach Orr's potential, being a first-time play caller and a defensive coordinator. He is a up and coming yeah. defensive coach. He, I think he's 31 years old. Oh my! And he is a baby. He, he he is all about football. He his number one thing is to play with violence, and I love that because it's bringing back that old school, old school vibe back into the NFL. Talking about a violent bringing violence back into the game. It is here to stay, and the Ravens are going to do that. Zach Orr motivates guys really, really well. I think he's going to be a great DC with the Ravens. And he gets a little music on top of it as well. Yeah, well, he's going to need to be, and right from the get-go. But, I mean, let's go back. Mike McDonald didn't start out with a bang. There was a lot of, like, uh, oh, what about this guy from Michigan you got, <laughs> you know? There was a lot of points given up, but but the thing that you liked was they got better and better as it went along, and the nice thing about it was you had Lamar to carry them until the defense got good, and that's what it's going to have to be um, this year, my opinion. I, I think because the offense is going into year two, you're going to count on the offense at least early on in the season to carry them. You know, let's see, first of all, if and how many games that Zay Flowers would get suspended, then that that'll hurt that'll hurt the offense some. But defensively, they're going to need some time to gel because they're going to have some new pieces in there. But all right, pieces aside, how much do you see the scheme changing? No, I don't think the scheme changes at all. I think Harbaugh is going to keep the scheme. All those new coaches got to learn the scheme. Well, there's the rub, I guess. You got a lot. Of, I mean, Zach Orr's never called plays. Dennis Johnson's never coached in the NFL. I mean, there's going to be some growing Mallory, pains. Mallory sure. doesn't know the system. Yeah, so, yeah, there's definitely going to be a lot of growing pains, and it's going to be interesting at uh, the OTAs and the mini camps to see where they're at and, and then how they come along. And we were just talking to Brian Wacker last hour, and he, he wasn't concerned, but as we've talked about, Vinny, last couple of weeks – at least as the Ravens sit on paper, February 29th, leap year. Happy birthday for those of you who celebrate. They're weaker today than they were a month ago when they lost to Kansas City. Especially defensively, it seems. Oh, defensively, I think they're much weaker right now. The only thing you could say is, is you know, we'll have a healthy Marcus Williams. That, that's, you hope. <laughs> yeah, that's what you could, could say. But, I mean, we talked about it earlier. They're weaker at pass rusher. Queen gone. They're weaker at... You know, with Simpson in there, just because he's raw as raw can be, they're weaker at corner and they're weaker at safety because they don't have the depth with Geno Stone. So yeah, and and you got you you got a coordinator that uh, got a head coaching job, and Zach Orr's never called a play. Now Kyle Van Noy on NFL Network's Good Morning Football, which gets replayed seven thousand times throughout the course of a week, talking about his desire to stay in Baltimore, perhaps. Honestly, I, I, I don't. I'm, I'm excited if the opportunity is to go back to the Ravens. I love their organization. It is first class. They run a great organization. You know, I have a lot of coaches that I'm now friends with that are all over the place. Yeah, I, I would think, you know, the, the guy that he would have to have a lot of love for is Chuck Smith. Uh, I mean, because we talk about guys having – Career years sack-wise, Clowney, Van Oy, Matabike, and who works with them all working on pass rush stuff is Chuck Smith, his first year in the league coaching, you know, because he came from 
uh, basically being a instructor teacher to guys that were prepping for the combine and, and during the off season. Smitty and Haney, 105.7 The Fan NFL Lunch here on this Total Request Thursday. Also uh, going back to talking with Brian Wacker here about the Ravens. And John Harbaugh said it earlier this week. Brian agrees. I don't think we strongly disagree. I don't want to speak for you. But offensive line is a major area of need. But an area of need that needs to be addressed in free agency. Is there anyone? I mean, those guys, tackles get a ton of dough. Talented guards do as well. I mean, is this more of a plug-and-play draft thing because replacements don't necessarily at least for now seem to be in-house right from I, the holdover. that's why my gut tells me bob that um ronnie will be the left tackle and moses will be the right tackle and if they were to take a guy bob as who's a tackle i could see them doing um what they did originally was you know, you guy, you take a tackle, you play him at guard the first year, and then you move. Be, because, all right, let's say they take a tackle at 30. You play him at left guard. Then a year from now, Ronnie Stanley, adios amigos, because it's easier financially. Then you move him out to left tackle because you've got your left tackle already prepped and ready to go. And then hopefully Voorhees is a guy. You know, so I think I could see that kind of transition. Now, getting to the, I guess, the... I don't say house cleaning issues, but rules and things that could change in the NFL pro football talk. Troy Vincent spoke vice president of football operations right now. It doesn't look like the old tush push is going anywhere anytime soon. No. And, and you know, Troy played for the Eagles. Some um, from South Jersey. So maybe he did grow up a Eagles fan, went to Wisconsin, but he says, why punish a team that does something well? And, you know, just because other teams don't do it as well, why should we punish them? And also, I guess what my question would be, well, why was it illegal for so many years and then all of a sudden it changed? Yeah, and, and I told you off air, Bob, it's only going to change if somebody breaks their neck or somebody gets hurt because it's it's tough on the center because he's got to go down and root hog down there, you know, and, and everybody's trying to get low. So, yeah, I guess they don't see it as a uh, – dangerous thing other role possibly well it's not going to be addressed but fumbling through the end zone and the defensive team just automatically getting control of the ball and getting it on the 20 yard line hasn't really happened much though the last couple of years that's why it's yeah. not really a hot button topic yeah between the playoffs and the regular season in 22 happened none this past year with playoffs and end the season four times so, yeah, it, do, it doesn't happen a lot. But I kind of like your thing, Bob. I think that, all right, they lose the ball, but they should get on the one-yard line, not the 20. Yeah. I think that's more fair. Now, um, no Drake May throwing at the combine. I mean, any issues here? Um, Caleb Williams said he ain't doing it. Yeah, Caleb Williams, Jalen Dan. Dan. I mean, yeah, that's come pretty on. normal. I, Bob, I, I, I've said this many a times. I don't have a problem with If you got a howitzer. Did, I, I can't remember if Josh Allen did or didn't. I, I don't recall if he threw at the combine or not. Remember. You know, so, but Drake may not. You know, here's here's what happens is is when you sit down at, at the meetings, when he goes and meets, because one of the first questions you ask the kids when they come in is, you going to work out? No. And then, and if they say no, then you're trying to talk to them at, what are you afraid of? You know, you, you try to shame them into working out. 
But the agent, when when the kid leaves the room, then the agent's just say, no, you ain't working out. But That's wouldn't it behoove them to just do it on their pro day? Oh. Uh, Vinny, I remember a couple of years ago, we were watching Malik Willis on his pro day, and he looked like John Elway throwing the football yeah, out there. I, I, I'm, if I was an agent, Bob, I wouldn't have my quarterback, especially a top-rated quarterback. I, I think it's it's a job. It's, it's your biggest job interview of your life, and it's not conducive for you to succeed. None of the receivers are the same, and you get to throw like two times or three times, then you rotate back to the line with 14 other guys, so you never get a chance to get in a rhythm. So I don't like it because, I mean, if you're Drake May, what does everybody say? Well, that was, he threw it behind, you know, and you know, and all those receivers, you, you've never seen those receivers before. So I, I, I think it's smart for him not to throw. Yeah, my concern would be if Drake May or whomever throws – and, you know, the receiver's running 35 out, and you throw it 12, mi- 12, mi- 12 yards, then I'd be like, hmm, we might have a little bit of an issue here. Yeah, I, I just, yeah. And and then, like, when he throws at North Carolina, he's going to have North, his North Carolina receivers, and it'll be scripted, and it'll be, he'll, because, I mean, what do they do when they show it on, on ESPN? Well, he was 49 for 49. He had an awesome workout, you know, all that kind of stuff. Down in Florida, Sarasota, Orioles taking on the Pirates and one of the four former number one overall picks, Henry Davis. He had a three-run bomb off of Corbin Burns. Again, don't overreact. It's ex- exhibition. This doesn't matter, even if he struck out the side. But for the Pirates, hey, a win's a win for Corbin Burns. Maybe he's working on things. We'll come back, reset the program for you. And then Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. We'll talk sports with him. And then it's a funhouse trip. Nolan McGraw, Inside Access, takes over. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, Campania? Amy, post up in the bleachers. You're off, garbage! The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. 
Good evening, 81057, the fan. Total request Thursday. Pick the songs, we'll play them. Send your request, plus for text on a couple more segments to go. Get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up in about a half an hour or so. Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, joining us at the bottom of the hour. Orioles right now, bottom of the first. Trail the Pirates, three zip. Henry Davis took a 95-mile-an-hour heater from Corbin Burns and sent it into the stratosphere. Orioles, they've gone down a three-up, three-in, well, three-in-a-row, three-up, three-down against Paul Skeens. Holiday grounds out. So no pop-up, Nolan, but basically the same thing. Rutschman flies out, as did Kerstad. So heading into the top of the second, Ryan Mountcastle got scratched, was supposed to be in the lineup, still waiting for the uh, Orioles reporters there in Florida to talk about what went on. I guess they'll wait until uh, Brandon Hine meets with the media after said game. But three-zip Pittsburgh down in Sarasota. Mike Elias was on a MLB Network earlier today. Gunnar Henderson's been in the cage last couple of days. Here's Elias talking about Gunnar, various subjects relating to him. Well, the sophomore campaign, you know, it's always tricky. I think the good news with him is he kind of had a little bit of that experience last year because we brought him up in September of 2022, had a really nice month as a as a pure rookie, uh, and then came back with some expectations on his shoulders last year. Uh, had a slow start, but even though he wasn't hitting for average during those first few months, he was drawing a lot of walks, so we stayed with him. We were encouraged by that. And then he kind of exploded as he settled in and I think was one of the major factors in our ter- our team kind of developing from a wild card contender into a hundred win team throughout the course of the season was Gunner turning turning into some semblance of the player that we were expecting. And so, you know, he's a year older, he's a year wiser. Yeah. Yeah, he's ancient, twenty two years old. But as we talked about during his slump on Baltimore baseball tonight, me, Mike Bordick, Ryan Ripkin, and Jim Hunter. Just he was being too patient. He was getting them walks because he was scuffling. You didn't see a lot of uh, hard contact. But once he started to get a little more aggressive early in the count, you start to see those numbers escalate in a big way. And he homered in his first game back in 2022, which Elias pointed out correctly. He came up and got a taste. He was part of that Orioles team that was trying to make a run to the wild card, but he is a future MVP candidate and uh, the ceiling is extremely high for him dealing with an oblique. He'll be in that lineup sooner or later, probably sooner, maybe as early as next week. Cause he has been in the cage the last couple of days. Now, two guys who are not going to be on the roster March 28th, not because they suck because they're hurt. Mike Elias talking about Kyle Bradish and John means. Well, they're both doing really well right now. And, um, you know, this is part of running a pitching staff nowadays. You look around the league, you know, everybody's got seven or eight starting pitchers that they like. And typically two or three of them are down in some way, shape or form at any given time. And so I don't feel like, you know, we're enduring anything abnormal here. As talented as those guys are, we expect to get them back um, possibly pretty quickly into the first half. We'll take it as it comes. Um, but uh, we're getting them up and running, and everything's pointed in a really good direction with both of those guys. Yeah, John Means is just a month behind preparation because he got shut down in October of last year. So I'm not necessarily worried about him, but it's Braddish. And I know he's long tossing, and that's all very touching, and he's not reporting any discomfort after he's throwing. But when you talk, what, UCL, UCL, excuse me, and then PRPs already, and this was in January. 
I, I'm not as optimistic about Bradish as Mike Elias is, but then again, you got to let it all play out. But I'm expecting means probably may, I guess. And then here's Mike Elias talking about moves because the Corbett Burns trade was a blockbuster by all accounts. Mike Elias was asked, uh, do you foresee any other moves here before the opener? Look, part of my job is always staying on the phone. And, you know, we picked up uh, some minor league uh, signings just yesterday. And, you know, we're now getting to a point in camp in, in March where, you know, we've got this group here. We're preparing for the season with this group. We feel great about this group, even though we're not at, at full health by any stretch. We feel like we've got the, the camp in here that we can select from and put together. Uh, uh, hopefully a championship caliber team with the group of guys that are here on this roster. But as a general manager, as a front office, I'm always staying plugged into any possibilities out there. So didn't say they would, didn't say they wouldn't making a bunch of minor league deals, bringing in former gold glove winner, Colton uh, Wong, and then a uh, two-time all-star Julio Tehran. Tehran's going to pitch this weekend, by the way, for the Orioles. But we'll just follow along. I think health, determines all of that stuff right now they have a ton of prospects to work with so we'll just uh, let the spring unfold the season opens march 28th against the los angeles angels at camden yards the orioles begin defense of the american league east championship against an angels team that lost shohei atane but they do have a new manager ron washington and we think a healthy mike trout and a healthy mike trout is as good as it gets in major league baseball when we come back Speaking of as good as it gets, Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, various subjects to approach him with, and then a funhouse trip with Nolan McGraw, Orioles trailing the Pirates 3-zip, Corbin Burns. What is, why did we trade D.L. Hall for this guy? Gave up a three-run homer. If you're losing sleep, boy, you take these things with. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. A2, seriously. Covering everything sports every day. 1057 The Fan. It hit Vinny at 81057 The Fan here on this Total Request Thursday. Pick a song, we're playing it. We only have one more segment to go, so if you want to hear something epic, you better get it in now and send it to the Plaza Port text line at 1057 Nolan McGraw is waiting patiently for you because Nolan is a very very patient man. Well, he deals with us. So patience is certainly a virtue. And then get your votes in. Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up here in a matter of minutes. But joining us now to talk about what's happening in the world of sports, whether it's baseball, which is underway, and then you got the combine in the NFL. You got the NBA playoffs kind of marching towards its uh, conclusion. Well, that hadn't started, but the season to its conclusion. You get the point. And then college basketball. Oh, yeah. From Fox Sports Radio, SwollenDome.com. I Want Your Flex is the podcast. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. He's Mike Harmon. Mike, how you feeling there, big guy? Uh, you know, rolling through. Tried to uh, 
keep your keeping your head above water with everything swirling around kids activities and all that fun stuff but you know we got a good sporting world and my my city is the uh, center of attention at least in one sport which is good out here in los angeles it's all happy times Every day is a celebration of baseball, so, you know, it's good. And Shohei had a home run. He got married. I mean, this guy's like he is the stud of all studs. But before we get to your Bears with the number one pick, probably not trading it. Caleb Williams now said he'd be uh, honored to go there. And, uh, you know, all the other great stuff. How about your Northwestern Wildcats rolling through College Park last night? And, uh, you know, Mike, I don't know how many Maryland games you watch. They've played the Terps twice, won both of them. And, you know, Maryland, not exactly the most exciting offensive team in the land. And last night they were in all their bricklaying glory. Well, Northwestern wasn't shooting all that great either from beyond the arc. But minus two of your best players? Last night on the road at Maryland, you get the win. You know, when Chris Collins played for Duke, I couldn't stand him. We called him Chrissy in these parts, but have much respect for him as a head coach. Northwestern, not exactly known as a basketball powerhouse. So I'm guessing as an alum, you have to be satisfied with the job he has done and starting to stack some wins minus players. I think that speaks volumes about his ability to connect with his players now gutty team they they do a lot of the the difficult things look yesterday's game uh on both sides far short of a masterpiece right we, we didn't have a lot of off a bricklaying on both sides northwestern had a drought what was it seven and a half minutes or whatever without a field goal i mean so it's it's not a a clinic that they're putting on but they stay in games and they've been able to find a way and, and to think about it you know collins Maybe two and a half, three years ago, there were a lot of people wondering how much longer he was going to get to stick around, right? People are fickle. You get a run, it's like, all right, that's great. But then it becomes, what have you done for me lately? Uh, thinking that they'd give it, given him all that he needed to go be successful. And got a guy in Boo Booey who's been just everything you could ask of uh, a player, you know, not not having Ty Berry has, has created some problems, but Overall, they've been able to to overcome. Now you're, you know, plus 20 wins and looking towards the tournament. It's exciting times, you know, with, with everything that went on in the football program last offseason uh, to the year they had and then go straight from bronze success into Collins and this squad rolling again. It's it's pretty good time. You know, as, as an alum, I, I saw a lot of lean. So it's good to see uh, things on the uh, sunny side. All right, let's get to that football thing. Uh, number one pick, the Bears. And Vinny and I have been talking about this all week. Looks like Kayla Williams is going to be number one. Uh, Ryan Poles said you're going to do right by fields, I guess, when they trade him and give him time to go to a, a cool destination. All right, help me out here. I told Vinny this, told uh, Nolan, and anyone listening to our 50,000 watts, the six people that do. I think Justin Fields is a good football player, and I think he's a good quarterback. So explain to me why they want to get rid of him now. Is Caleb Williams that transcendent of a dude? Don't you know it? He's a generational player. We uh. have one of we have a generational player every year anymore. <laughs> you know, with Justin Fields, what's interesting is he's not much older than a lot of these guys are getting drafted. In fact, he's, I think he's younger than a couple of them, uh, or just twenty four years old. And what's really kind of bugged me in the process, Bob, is that there's just this, the way it's put out there is like he's a finished product and there's no chance he's getting any better. I'm like, 
Well, I don't know. Look at his numbers. I mean, I, I saw the graphic, and I'm sure you guys did too. Over his last 20 games, his numbers stack right up with a guy that was an almost unanimous MVP this year. So you're, you're building a team. You built an infrastructure, made the trade to bring in Montez Sweat, and Iberflus went and he worked on the defense. You went and you made that trade last year and got DJ more and more assets. It's, it's a place where, for me, if you can trade that pick, you might come back with, what, another five or six picks to build your all 22 and some depth. But that doesn't seem to be the consideration because everybody's so worried about the damn, you're going to have to pay him clock. Like, guess what? You'd have six starters on rookie deals in year two. If you do, if you trade the number one pick, but uh, yeah, it's, it seems to be fait accompli, even though Eberflus stayed, we know the bears. And I told you guys with the, they they never let money walk out the door on coaches. They were going to, keep him there forever, but they did change out the entire offensive stat. You brought in Waldron, all these things to where it looked like maybe you'd go down the road with fields, but you know, in in the end, I guess you you get scared of, well, they're all going to laugh at you. Plus you want to keep your job. So I guess Caleb Williams not only resets the clock, but the quarterback dollars and cents, maybe it buys you an extra year or two on your job. Mike, you know what's funny about that is as the Bears fire their offensive coordinator, the Raiders hire him, you know, because they want him to come in and develop their new young quarterback. <laughs> yeah. But he was a guy, you know, I, I, was, I thought it was interesting. Getsy had the opportunity to, you know, try to talk through this last year, you know, lots of questions of frust- and, and frustration and all. And all he did, like, he was so effusive with the praise for Justin Fields as a player. And as a man, like he took the high road a hundred percent and it didn't sound insincere. Like it sounded like a guy and, and look in the last week before the Falcons became the prohibited favorites here, the Raiders were on the board as a team that might've gone and made a move to bring Justin Fields in, which I think is really interesting given that you just hire Getsy, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. They, they, they gave up there in Chicago and then, you know, the Raiders move on, and, and they must have seen something like And if you look at the last seven weeks of the season, defense was better and more stabilized, mm-hmm. and the offense started ripping a bit, right? They lost that game to Detroit that they should have won, and then they came back and beat them the second time. I don't know. They played some pretty good football down the stretch, and maybe this is me just grasping at straws since it's been year after year of futility, but – seems to me that you had a guy to develop uh and it's a curiosity uh I'll, I'll root for caleb williams and i'll wish him all of the best and i hope that this year that he had at usc was a great learning experience uh because in adversity he looked like he was sinking multiple times and his head coach did him no favors i don't know how that translates to sudden success in chicago because if you struggle early and it's more of the same old bears uh, yeah, the claws will be out. Now, Mike, what's your opinion of the combine? Are you going to be watching all these workouts over the next four days? I'll watch some of it. I mean, you, know, you always got to tap in. You know, I, I think we've hit the point where it's truly, unless I can get in and actually see the medical examination, that's the only part of any of it that matters. And the, uh, and the interviews. Yeah. I mean, like those are the two things I want. I want the fly on the wall for some of the wacky interview stuff. Uh, and how guys even come through there. 
and then certainly the medicals. But beyond field product, sure, we'll look for the next, you know, darling at wide receiver or tight end that breaks through because it is an opportunity for some of the the lesser names, and I say that with all respect. They're all going to the NFL in some capacity, but with a lot of the big players either not throwing, not running, not doing much of anything except the Queen's wave, you know, opportunities for other people to come in and steal the event and maybe get themselves some buzz is there. And, man, as you guys know, we're always looking for the next story, particularly me, because I can't do Dodger highlights four hours a night. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm trying. Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, SwollenDome.com. I want your flexes, the podcast. Mike, what else is going on in your world this last day of February 2024? Let's see. Season finale for the I Watch Flex podcast is up wherever you download your podcast. We did a five-round mock for the year ahead. Obviously, we'll have some movement, but all that means is we'll get to do it again. It's take the temperature of the room where we're at as we close out this campaign. Uh, we're working on a new thing called the metal stand. So it'll be kind of the voting, you know, how people vote to have, you know, your featured artist Friday. Well, sure. you know, we're, we're working on that. So you can tell me what player you love or hate the most or song from a band. You know, are you a Van Hagar? Oh, no. Or, uh, thumbs down. Thumbs down. Van Hagar. Nothing against him personally, but right now versus Unchained. I mean, come on. Anyone with ears knows the answer to that question. Well, people are going to be able to vote on that. You know, you're not, nobody elected you king, Bob. (laughs) So that, you know, we'll have that uh, and and obviously get ready uh, for for a big baseball season and buy White Sox with their 61 win over under total uh, and the excitement that are the O's because I'll be sporting that uh, that hat you sent me around town. Wiring it around, uh, shiny and new. Well, it is a playoff hat, and hopefully I'll be getting you another one in about eight months. How's that sound? Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, SwallowDome.com. Mike, appreciate the time as always. Have a great weekend. We'll catch up next Thursday. Peace and love, boys. Have a great week. Bye, Mike. There's Mike Harmon. He sounds all uh, Justin Fields-like. I don't know. And I'm not saying that Caleb Williams, Vinny's going to be a generational dude or won't be. Trevor Lawrence was supposed to be. And he went back a generation this season for Jackson. And he's gotten paid. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back. Funhouse, Dolan McGraw. Then inside access at 2. Vinny and Haiti. On your home for sports. 105.7 The Fan. I feel good. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Total request Thursday. Some James Brown for you. Uh, Long ball flying down at Sarasota. Kyle Stowers, Jorge Mateo, back-to-back, cut it 3-2 after Henry Davis had a three-run jack off of Corbin Burns. Craig Kimball just gave up a home run to Cabrian Hayes. Charlie Hayes' son. Cabrian Hayes, arguably the best defensive third baseman in all of Major League Baseball. So 4-2, top of the third down in Sarasota. We were asking the people, Nolan, to get the votes in for Featured the Hardest Friday. What have they chosen? Uh, Lionel Richie, featured oh, artist tomorrow. Nice. It looks like he's had some work done on his grill. Not his grill, his face. Looks I'm, like he's got cheek implants. Really? I mean, he is in his 70s. Yeah, Lionel Richie, one of the most talented artists of our generation with the Commodores and Solo. But, you know, Father Time, he makes you do things. Yeah, look at Jerry Jones. 
I, I just read where he's got to take a paternity test now for that 27-year-old girl who said. He does? He, yeah, that he's the father. Or he's the dad. Rat-a-tat-tat, Jerry Jones. Do yeah. what you got to do. So, Nolan, what do you think there? Never he's read. my dad, too. Give me money. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Go right for it. Hey, at least be a pain in the ass get him to take the paternity yeah. test. Maybe we'll just give you some money to shut up. Don't even know who you are. Daddy! Hey, here's 10 grand. Thanks! All right, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, Featured Artist Friday, Lionel Richie, talking about the Orioles playing right now, more about the Combine, everything else that unfolds during your uh, Thursday sports day. Inside Access coming up in a matter of minutes, but right now, fun now. Quick draws, fun house. Who's your dad? Gary Jones. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. I think his daughter's got a lot of them. 1057. Runs in the family. Start with this one here. I believe her name is Geraldine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This texter says Unless Owe has a Justin Matabike like breakout season, uh, he's as good as gone. It was a puzzling selection when they drafted him. Certainly a reach in the first round uh, has only become more confusing in hindsight. Yeah, I, I mean, the the confusing part, it, when you're taking a first rounder, I mean, you. I would think you'd like to see production from a sack guy. That'd be like taking a receiver that doesn't have any catches in the first round. I mean, to take a pass rusher that had no sacks. Well, they got that too, Rashad Bateman. <laughs> Uh, how about Kevin in Easton, Maryland, says, in regards to Mountcastle being a late scratch, we're all theorizing here, putting on the tinfoil hat. Kevin here says, maybe a trade. Was he traded? <laughs> well, we'll find. I'm so, if he was traded, that news would have broke from a national right. perspective. Probably. We'll wait till Hyder talks to the media. Maybe, it's like you said, he put the wrong name <laughs> in the line. <laughs> oh, I meant Nevin. <laughs> we all make mistakes. And Nevin doubled. <laughs> Good mistake. Yeah. How uh, about this one here? Texter says, it's pretty simple. Bears should go with what they know. Keep Justin Fields. Trade the first pick. You could still get Marvin Harrison Jr. Pair him with DJ Moore. Beef up that O-line with some extra draft capital. They'll be in great shape. Sounds like a lot. It makes a lot of sense, that right. scenario right there. Yeah, it, it it does. Especially when you got, what, $70 million in cap room, too? Man. So, I mean, it's not like money's an issue with them. Um they know him better than we do. They've seen him daily, and they've followed him for three years. So um, if they don't see that he's progressed over the time or they don't feel like he's the guy, I, I think it's like Mark Mike Harmon said, Bob. I think they want to start that clock over because they've got, five year, they've got four years then with cheap quarterback where you can do a lot of other things. We start our draft profiles next week here on the show. Ravens aren't taking a quarterback, at least in the first round, we don't think. But we'll break down Caleb Williams. Is he this generational kind of guy that comes along every couple of years, it seems? Been a little loose with that terminology. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence was the dude. And I still think he's going to be a really good player. And I think Caleb Williams is going to be a good player. But I think Justin Fields is a good player. And how about one more here on Lamar Jackson? Texter says... uh, Lamar is capable of reading defenses. Wouldn't he be able to check out a pass plays, call the run himself? We're talking about the playoffs here. Try to keep the defense on their toes. Individual accolades are great. Being the best regular season team is awesome. 
it means nothing if they don't win at all. Well, he did a lot of different things that he hadn't done in that Kansas. I mean, it was it was non-Raven-like for everybody on that offense, my opinion. You know, call, play calling from Todd, um, play execution from Lamar. I, You know, if you've got run-pass option, you call pass all the time. I mean, I I don't know. I just think it was a screw-up by all. Speedy and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. That's going to do it for us for this Total Request Thursday. Back tomorrow at 10 with Lionel Richie on Featured Artist Friday. Inside Access coming up here in a matter of minutes. For Nolan McGraw, Vinny Serrato, I'm Bob Haney. Stay safe, everybody. Stay healthy. We'll talk to you in the morning. For now, class dismissed. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 